Are you obsessed with Los Angeles? Head over heels in love with the City of Angels? Well, this is the podcast for you. At Lifehacks LA, we hack the best in arts, eats, and activities in Los Angeles. So join us and become an LA hacker. What's up, my friends? Welcome back. I missed you. This is your host, Stefan, and welcome to another episode of the Life Hacks LA podcast. Okay, this is an exciting one for me because today we are hacking my own backyard, Redondo Beach. I only live about 10 minutes from here, and I spend lots and lots of time in that area. Redondo is not only a cool, laid-back beach town, but they also have so many huge activities that go on. In fact, if you're listening to this episode in the week it's published, they're having one of their biggest annual events. It's the Beach Life Festival, and it's happening on the weekend of May 13th through the 15th. And it's just packed with famous bands and is one of the best annual outdoor concerts in L.A. right here in Redondo Beach. But like I said, Redondo Beach has a lot to offer. Uh, and so my guest today is someone who knows Redondo very, very well, and she's going to help us unpack it all. Her name is Rebecca, and she's actually the current chair of the Redondo Beach Tourism Board. So she really has the pulse of everything that's going on in Redondo Beach, and she shares so many awesome suggestions in this conversation. I want to jump right into it, but I do want to remind you to come back after the interview for my own special Redondo Beach hack. Enjoy this conversation with Rebecca, and I'll talk to you again on the other side. Hello, LA Hackers. Please welcome our guest today, Rebecca, the chair of the Redondo Beach Tourism Board. How are you doing today, Rebecca? Doing great. Thanks so much for having me. I'm excited to have you on, Rebecca, because we were just talking. I live down the street from Redondo. I probably go to that beach more than any other beach. So I'm excited to hear if you got any secrets that even I don't know about, someone who goes there all the time. But uh, before we talk about Redondo Beach and your role with the um, Redondo Beach Tourism Board, can you tell us a little bit about yourself? Where are you from originally and how did you make your way to Los Angeles in the South Bay area? Yeah, I'm happy to. So I'm a South Bay native. I grew up in Manhattan Beach and attended local schools through high school. But uh, my family has been in Redondo since early 1915. So my great grandparents um, came to Redondo Beach. And at that time, it was a farming area. And so they, um, you know, my my father grew up here. I've grown up here and um, I went away to college and came back and purchased my home in Redondo Beach. So now my kids are going to the local schools and we're involved in soccer and, and involved in the community. So I have a lot of history in Redondo. Wow. So crazy. It's so hard to imagine that anywhere in LA like that is farmland, let alone like Redondo Beach and what, a hundred years ago. Yes. Yes. My aunt was sharing stories that it was, there were just huge lots and you could run around the fruit trees and, and do everything, but there were almost no homes. Yeah. We'll get into it a little bit more later about the history. There's so much history, Redondo Beach. And I think you guys do a good job of um, keeping some of that history. But one thing I notice when I go there, I don't know what it's called. It's on the pier, but sort of underneath that Mexican restaurant. And then they've got these old pictures. It looks like they're from like the 1940s. You know what I'm talking about? No, I don't know if I've seen that. Yeah, it's like right where, uh, you know, on the pier um, and you're looking down on the beach, um, uh -huh. sometimes they'll have a DJ up there when there's special events like the Kite Festival oh, right. and stuff like that. Yeah. Right there, they have all these pictures and they're from like the 1940s or 1920s. I'm not sure, but it's really cool to look at because um, it's like all along the wall and it's like black and white pictures and you kind of see how Redondo Pier developed. 
I love that. I can't wait to check that out. I'm getting, right. I'm getting hacks too. I'm getting some new tips. <laughs> <laughs> All right, cool. Awesome. So you're the chair of the Redondo Beach Tourism Board. Can you share a little bit more about that organization and your role in it? Yes. So my professional career is in hospitality. I've worked for Portofino Hotel and the company that owns it, Noble House, for about 15 years. So the opportunity came to create Redondo Beach Tourism, which is really the hoteliers of Redondo Beach coming together to ensure that people know about staying and experiencing Redondo. That is our single focus of getting folks to come and stay in Redondo Beach. When you're traveling through Los Angeles, there are so many options, and sometimes folks aren't aware of Redondo Beach, and we know from living here that it's such a gorgeous destination, so we're really trying to distinguish Redondo within that larger LA market, um, being so close to LAX and so close to attractions and the beach, you know, we just want to get the word out. So our board is all volunteer um, stakeholders of the hotels, so general managers, directors of revenue, And um, we support all the hotels from inns to luxury hotels, just trying to get the word out about Redondo Beach. Oh, it's very cool. And I I think Redondo Beach is a good example of what we talk about a lot on this podcast is that so many areas of LA are so unique, like they have their own history, their own story. And Redondo definitely fits that mold. Yeah, I agree. LA is such a diverse place and there's so many wonderful things to explore. So it's exciting to be able to feature our, our little slice of LA. Yeah. You definitely have to get in there and discover it. So before we jump in specifics on what Redondo Beach has to offer for people and why people from L.A. should come to visit, um, let's just talk about the town in general. So everybody in L.A. I think knows about Redondo Beach, but for you personally, what are some of the reasons in general why you love living and working there so much, kind of like on a broad sense? Yeah, so um, when we thought about how are we going to talk about Redondo Beach to folks that haven't been here the, the thing that we kept coming back to is classic California instant local. And I really felt like that encompasses the things that I love about Redondo. We have the horseshoe pier. We have the beaches. It's that lifestyle that you think of with folks walking around in flip-flops and, you know, coming up all sandy to visit a pizzeria when they're getting off the beach. It's that classic California lifestyle that you think of. But the vibe in Redondo is so friendly and so laid back that you really once you come here, you feel like you're a local. So that to me is, is so important about our city and so unique that you are right on the beach. When you get here, you feel like you're a local. You're visiting the um, mom and pop coffee shops or some of the boutiques in the Riviera Village. So um, that that's what I love about living and working here. Yeah, I totally agree. I think Redondo has a much more laid back vibe. And it's not pretentious at all. I mean, you, you, I never thought about it that way, but you're right. You do kind of feel like you fit in and you're like a local just by walking around on that pier and going to eat out there. Yeah. And and our locals are passionate about their town. So just as you and I want to share all of our fun secrets, that's what we want to share with everybody else. So, you know, if you're sitting, having a cocktail next to somebody, they're going to tell you to try their favorite Mexican food restaurant or their favorite boutique. And, And I think that's such a great experience. Yeah. And there's just so many. Now let's talk about you. You mentioned it a little bit earlier, alluded to it, but uh, Redondo's tied with these other beach towns. You've got Hermosa in Manhattan. In fact, one of my biggest recommendations to people is to take a bike ride from the Redondo Pier to the Manhattan Beach Pier and stop along the way and get a couple of drinks and places to eat. 
But what is it about Redondo that's different than Hermosa in Manhattan? Because, you know, in my opinion, they have very different vibes and personality. But for you, what what makes Redondo different from those two neighboring beach places? I agree. I think they do have a different vibe. Redondo is the largest of the three. And so there's a lot to do in different parts of the city. You've got Riviera Village, which is a great walkable shopping area near the beach. You've got North Redondo that has the Performing Arts Center, which has some fantastic speaker series and ballet. Um, I think Redondo, you know, has that laid back vibe that we talked about. But when you think about it, all three beach cities have a different vibe, but they're really kind of experienced together. You're going to you're going to ride through Redondo going to Hermosa and going to Manhattan. So I think what makes South Bay special is that it's not as urban as like a Santa Monica or a downtown. It really has that charming small town vibe to it. Yeah, I completely agree. I mean, like, um, it doesn't have all the congestion and tourists that the uh, that the Santa Monica's have or the Venice Beach has. Um, the whole South Bay, but uh, spe- especially Redondo. Like, I think Redondo has even less than Hermosa and Manhattan. If you're just looking for more like of a laid back and not too crazy afternoon. Yeah, absolutely. And we also have a lot of water sports that are unique to Redondo. So there's a lot of, um, you know, paddle boarding you can do in all three cities, but we have, you know, the gondola, you can do a sunset gondola ride, you can rent fishing boats, you can do the glass bottom boat whale watching. So really, it is a very water sport friendly. Yeah, and that's a great point, Rebecca, because I think that's something that people outside of Redondo don't necessarily know about until we moved close by we we had visited redondo lots of times but until we lived close by and went all the time that's when i really like realized i was like wait a minute they have whale watching here they have glass bottom boats they have paddle boats they they have all this stuff you just mentioned and it's just something that i had walked on the pier many times but i just hadn't really registered uh with me like how many water activities there are to do right there it's such a it's such a unique experience and even the boating culture is also so big in redondo so you have the the yacht clubs and the marinas where kids can go and learn to sail so there's there's a lot um you know in our in the redondo culture that comes back to the ocean and comes back to you know different sports that people can enjoy so we're excited about that i think there's a lot of fun things that you don't automatically think of but are definitely available yeah, it's a great, it's a great place to do water activities. Now, another thing uh, when it comes to culture and vibe that Redondo, I think, is uh, at least what I get from it is very nostalgic. Like um, Redondo keeps a lot of its history uh, mm-hmm. when you go there, and you know it's not turned into a Starbucks on every other block. I mean, especially by the pier area. I mean, it, it has a lot of classic restaurants. Like Tony's has been open since 1952, and the quality seafood, which is one of the yeah. most popular places since 1953. So what are your thoughts on that? And do you see that changing on or near the pier where it's eventually going to turn into like targets and Starbucks everywhere, or you think it'll hang on to that nostalgia that we all enjoy today? One of the things, yeah, I, I think that that is such an important part of Redondo beach and um, the pier revitalization is, is a very important topic to all the residents. And I think that's a great thing about having such an engaged community is that you have folks that care about preserving the charm of that pier. I mean, the the Horseshoe Pier was originally built in um, 1888 
to handle lumber from wow. the lumber trade from the Pacific Northwest. So currently it's in its seventh generation. Wow. Um, it's got a lot of history and it really is that to me quintessential beach experience that you can't get anywhere else. To your point, to walking on that horseshoe pier and getting to pick your live crab from quality seafood or getting a churro. Um, those local businesses are really important to the charm and the vibe of Redondo. So while there will be improvements that are made, the residents are dedicated to maintaining that charm on the pier. That is what's so important to it. And that's what brings people back. So um, I think we'll certainly always keep that and having those those locally owned boutiques and restaurants really important. Oh yeah, that, that would be great to like strike a balance because I, I think of San Pedro, another place that I really enjoy. And, you know, down by the waterfront, it's kind of outdated. And mm -hmm. so something needed to be done. But on the other hand, you know, because, you know, they're doing like this multi-million dollar renovation as we speak. Yeah. But um, on the other hand, for people who went there a lot, you're like, wow, this is one of the few places you can go where it's old school. It's not like everything looks exactly the same. So yeah. it's like, hopefully they strike that balance, just like you guys are going to try to do here in Redondo beach, where it's like, um, still keeps the classic places, but then you can enjoy some new modern places as well. Yeah. And my husband and I just celebrated his birthday down there at the pier. We went to King Harbor tap room, which is relatively new. It's one of the newer businesses. Um, and we went to nausea's, which has been there for quite some time. Nausea's is kind of a landmark and we landed at R10. So that's yeah. kind of a fun experience to walk down. You know, there's still all the same boutiques that have been there for many, many years. And you have some of the new businesses feathered in and it's just a really fun experience. I mean, you forget how great it is to walk outside in the sunshine and smell the seafood and have a craft beer while you're looking at the boats. I mean, it's, it's a really great experience. Yeah, that's a great point. I think um, so far it's been a great job of kind of mixing those in because R10 is kind of like on the end of the pier there. It's yeah. more of a modern place. But then you walk over and you've got these bars that have been there forever. They just put in that smash burger spot, proudly serving, which is amazing. Yes. I recommend people check that out. I actually know the owner. And that that's an awesome spot because you can get casual food right by the pier and right in front of all those water activities we talked about. And then you walk a few more feet and you got quality seafood that's been there forever. And it's one of the most popular places on the pier. Yeah, I mean, there's there's so many gems just waiting to be discovered in that area. Like King Harbor, um, they brew their beer locally here. So all those craft beers are, are brewed here in Redondo. Yeah, it's a great little bar hopping. It's not even bar hopping because they're all right next to each other. But you got King Harbor, <laughs> you've got Proudly Serving has a has a brewery. And then there's this one, couple on the end that are a little more lively, like you'll hear live music. So yes. you kind of just, yeah, you kind of just walk your way down. And then if you want to go for a little more upscale, you go to R10 but it's literally all right there. Yeah. You don't have to walk far at all. And if you're with a group of people, everybody can just stop and do what they want. Everybody gets their own thing and kind of meets back. It's, it's a really fun experience. Now this is kind of a random question, but I just thought of this. So we used to take my son to the uh, arcade that was there. Oh was yeah. The fun factory. Fun factory. Fun factory. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So it was super outdated. Like um, <laughs> the games were like from the 1980s, but it was fun. You know, half the games didn't work. But it was humongous. It was fun. And uh, I know it's been closed down for the last couple of years. Do you know what they're going to do with that space? Or I don't know what they're doing with that space. I don't think that it's, I, I you know, to be honest, I don't know. It's part of the bigger discussion. Because that area 
maybe some of the first to be renovated. So I haven't heard yet, but I know that that was such a, a favorite amongst so many folks. And, and a lot of us, I, I grew up going there. A lot of us have been to the fun factory. So I would hope that we could introduce something fun like that for families. Oh yeah. It would be so cool to update it, but make like an old school carnival type thing in there. But just the space itself. I mean, it's right next to quality seafood. It's right underneath the pier where yeah. you walk down. It just seems like such a massive space to go to waste. So hopefully something really cool comes there in the future. Yeah. I, all the different versions that we've seen have some really great ideas, but um, the one consistent theme has been that they all are true to the the vibe of the pier. Nobody wants to turn it into, you know, something that doesn't, doesn't have the same character. Everybody, every plan that I've seen has been, you know, really hearkening back to the nostalgia that is the pier right now. Yeah, definitely. All the businesses there like fit. <laughs> you know what I mean? There's like no yes. business where you go there and you're like, what is this doing here? This is too commercial for the Redondo Beach Pier. So that's awesome. Um, we touched briefly on the, all the water activities there are there. Um, can you share a, a few more, go into a little more detail or maybe some of your favorites? Absolutely. Um, experience here because in the, in the winter and early spring, the whales are going down to calf in Mexico, and then they're coming back up with their calves um, to go further north. So um, depending upon the time of year, you can see the whales heading down, or you can certainly within the past couple years. So it's, it's a really great experience and something that's unique to our area. Um, so that's certainly a, a big option that I think folks should know about. Uh, the sport fishing, I'm not much of a fisherman myself, but as I understand, um, you know, we have a large trench that's right off the coast of Redondo. And so it makes the fishing, you know, I think it drops down a hundred feet, um, not too far. It's the, so it anyway makes for a very great fishing ground. So a lot of folks leave from the pier area. You can charter a boat um, and leave very early in the morning and go out fishing. So that's a really unique and fun experience is the sport fishing. Um, and of course, paddle boarding, which is such a fun activity and so many folks are into it right now, but you can get lessons if you're learning for the first time. And sometimes it's nice for me, the hard part on paddle boarding is getting out <laughs> with yeah. the waves. So sometimes it's nice to have somebody who can, you know, put you in the water right at the pier. So you're not having to, to deal with the waves and you can go around. There's um, some great breakwater area right in front of the Portofino. So you can paddle board there and you're not getting as much wave action. You can see the sea lions. You can see all the fish. I've seen rays out there. Um, I, the sea lion pups are adorable. Um, sometimes a dolphin or two. So there's a lot of great great activities right there. Yeah. It's a perfect little area just to go out for like an hour or so. We've done the glass bottom boat. We've done the paddle boat. Oh, the paddle boats. Paddle yeah. Boat. That's yeah. another great one. The seals are, they're such a landmark. <laughs> you can yeah. hear them all the time. It's great. But um, the thing I love too is with the pedal boats and the glass bottom, it's all, all um, skill level. So if it's, if you have your grandparents and your, your kids with you, you know, everybody can participate in whale watching or participate in the pedal boats. It's not, you know, it doesn't have to be as active as, as the paddle boards, you know, where you, where it requires the balance and everything. There's, there's multi-generational activities that you can do. Yeah, definitely. That's a great point. I mean, you can bring your whole family on the whale, whale watching or some of those other activities, glass bottom boat. Um, so we've spent a lot of time on the Redondo Beach Pier for, uh, for good reason, because it's an awesome, awesome <laughs> spot. But let's talk about one of my 
other favorite places and is probably is yours as well. And that's Riviera Village. I always tell people it's one of the most walkable places in LA to go to restaurants and, and, you know, bar hopping and it's right by the water. It's not too far from the pier. Can you describe Riviera Village to our audience and some of your favorite places to go there? Absolutely. Uh, Riviera Village is a few blocks right next to the beach um, that are boutique shops, restaurants, um, and it's all a very walkable area. It has beautiful market lights strung around, so it's it's um, a very fun place to spend an afternoon. Um, to me, that's another like California beach experience, right? You're walking outside, you're stopping at different shops, you're getting a coffee, you're getting lunch. Um, and I love that so many of the restaurants and the boutiques there are independent. You know, they're family owned. There's a lot of unique offerings. So some of my favorites um, is, you know, for I love Rockefeller. Uh, they do some great food and they have craft cocktails and, and beer. There's Little Sister, which is Vietnamese food, um, and, and they do a great job there. Um, there's a select beer store. It's kind of a fun thing to do. You can go around. They have a really good selection of craft brews. Um, there's a small pizza and sandwich place called Padone's Pizza. I don't know if you've eaten at Padone's. Um, is that on the left-hand side as you're walking? Uh, there's a pizza place we always go to. Yeah. Um, uh, it's not on the, uh, I can't remember the name of it though. It's called it's, Padone's, it's, the one you said? It's probably Padone's. I've been eating at Padone's for 20 years and it's great. Like it's just an Italian deli pizza sandwiches. They have, um, it's going to sound strange, but you got to trust me. Their eggplant is amazing. It's like a breaded eggplant that they put on pizza. <laughs> it's wow. a favorite of all of ours here. So, um, so there's, there's, you know, you can have that upscale dining experience or you can have kind of the local, like, I'm just going to grab a sandwich and sit on the beach. And I think that's such a great part of Riviera village. And there's, there's so much to do for the shopping. You've got the lollipop children's boutique. I mean, you're, you're guaranteed to find something when you're walking around Riviera village and they're all unique gifts. So you feel like, Oh my gosh, I got something special and that everybody else doesn't have. Yeah, it's such a beautiful area to walk and shop and um, eat. And like you said, you're just a few blocks from the beach. And a great point about um, a, a wide variety, because like you said, you can grab a slice of pizza or you can go to one of more of these upscale, trendy bar restaurants, a little more expensive. You can go to Yellow Vase for breakfast. So lots and lots of choices. But um, one thing I wanted to bring up, too, is that it's even better now because one of the only good things that come out of COVID is this outdoor dining and yes. Riviera Village has become even more walkable because now they have these huge outdoor dining platforms that almost connect some of the restaurants. So it almost feels like you're in this giant beer garden and it just really makes it even better. I agree. I think, you know, it's it's so interesting having lived here as we do. It's always struck me that prior to COVID, we didn't have a lot of outdoor dining. There just isn't many options. And so that is a big benefit because when you come to the beach, or even if you're leaving your home, you want to go and sit in the sunshine. It's nice to take advantage of that. So even without COVID to be able to sit outside and enjoy breakfast or lunch and have a beer with your friends is, is a great experience. So I think the dining decks are wonderful. It's been, a, it's been one of the few upsides to the pandemic. Yeah. Let's just hope that they keep it when all this is over, because like you said, it's Southern California. It just makes so much sense. 
Okay, so let's jump into annual events because I noticed Redondo Beach has a lot of annual events. Uh, can you tell us about some of the best ones and the festivities that go on uh, Redondo Beach on an annual basis? Yeah, I'm happy to. So um, some of the local events, the pier does a great job of, um, they have yoga on the pier seasonally. So typically in summer, they'll have yoga on the pier a couple times a week. Right nearby the pier, they have um, a classic car show every weekend in the parking lot for Rubies. So folks come down with their classic cars, and that's a really fun activity. Um, the pier in summer also has concerts on the pier. So I think it's a, it's a usually six to eight week program of every Sunday they have a different band playing live on the pier. And they also do movies on the pier, so they'll show um, current kids' movies. So a lot of fun act family activities that you can come and take advantage of. Um, Redondo has multiple races. We have the Super Bowl 5K. We have a New Year's 5K. So there's a lot of activity there. Um, and I know folks that have been going to those races since they were kids and now they're racing with their own kids. Um, Fourth of July fireworks is huge because not all of the beach cities have fireworks. And um, Redondo last year had two shows. So there's one by the Seaside Lagoon on the 4th of July and another down in Riviera Village where last year they did a really fun like summer festival all day that culminated in fireworks at night. So it was like closed off to cars. You could walk around and enjoy all the businesses and then take in the gorgeous fireworks show. So that's, that's a really fun thing to be able to take advantage of in summer. And then there's a lot during the holiday season. Um, we mentioned Riviera Village. There's a holiday stroll where all the merchants kind of set up a table outside and they'll offer different, you know, warm cider or hot chocolate, maybe a little wine, a little bite to eat. And you get to go and shop locally there. Um, they also do a lot of some free parking during the holidays. So that's a fun thing that you don't have to worry about how long you're going to be there or feeding the meter. Um, and then there's boat parade, which has been happening for many, many years where the local boat owners decorate their vessels and then they come out right by Portofino and they all come out in a line and do a circle and they get judged and win prizes with all their decorated boats. That's so, so awesome. So many activities going on in Redondo Beach. It's almost like at least once a month or something major going on if people check. Yeah, I mean, and, and that's just off the top of my head. I know there's a kite festival that's on the pier that we just had. Mm -hmm. And of course, there's Beach Life, which is is a big festival that happens in May um, down here. And it's a, it's a huge concert, a three-day concert right on the beach with um, all the uh, several different bands. I think Smashing Pumpkins is playing this year. They have a really great lineup. So even music festivals as well. Yeah, those are two great ones. Uh, we we try to go to the Kite Festival every year. We just went this, this past year. It was only like a month ago. And then this Beach Life Festival, like you were saying, that comes up in May, but it's just crazy. I mean, Steve Miller Band, Sheryl Crow, UB40, <laughs> Smashing Pumpkins, Stone Temple Pilots, Weezer, I mean, there's just, I mean, it's just a huge, huge concert and it's over like uh, two or three days. So definitely check out the Beach Life Festival and uh, check out just like what everything Redondo Beach has got going on, because like I said, just every month there's something big. Yeah. And, and that's on, you know, those are the, those are the larger events too. There's, there's always live music at different places on the pier. There's a lot of like smaller activities that are happening as well that are really fun. Like Dine LA is happening right now. And I think there's another one in the fall where the restaurants are offering special prefix menus. So there really is something happening here all the time. 
Yeah, and like you said, uh, there is smaller ones like Farmer's Market. The Redondo Beach Farmer's Market is pretty good. Um, and then it's outdoor movies. You guys do some outdoor movies sometimes. Yeah, the outdoor movies and the farmer's markets that I love, love our farmer's markets. We actually have two. So there's one in Rivera Village and there's one in Veterans Park, which um, which is great. And a lot of some of the local restaurants will go and get their produce at the farmer's market. And then that's what they're cooking with throughout that day, the next couple of days. So you're really doing that farm to table. But I think to, in, in both cases, like at Veterans Park, you're walking right on the ocean, yeah. getting you know, <laughs> freshest food and vegetables. And it's it's just such a like unique experience. But it's one of my favorite things to do is to go to both of those. Yeah, I've only been to the Veterans Park one. And I, I love going to Veterans Park. And I just it, it was during a weekday, I remember. Mm-hmm. And I I didn't even know there was a farmer's market there. And I, I was just going to Veterans Park to take like a lunch break or something. And I was blown away by that farmer's market. Like you said, it's right on the water in Veterans Park, but there was a lot of vendors there. Yeah, there's a lot of vendors and it's right next to a park. So some of the kids, like my son's school has gone on field trips there. And so the kids get to walk through and buy what they want. And, you know, I've driven down there and met them. And it's such a fun experience because that Veterans Park has gorgeous views. I mean, if you want to sit and enjoy a lunch break or just get a picnic, the kids can run around at the playground. You're looking directly at the ocean. You can walk down and access the ocean if you want to. But yeah, I think those farmers markets have a lot of different offerings and and you just can't beat the locations. Yeah, guys, Veterans Park is definitely a gem. So let's talk about some more underrated gems because we spent a lot of time on the pier in Riviera Village because those are two super popular uh, spots. And mm-hmm. probably those two spots are known for people outside of Redondo Beach, but there's a lot of hidden gems. We just talked about Veterans Park that most people don't probably know about. Another one that pops up the top of my head is Seaside Lagoon. Seaside yeah. Lagoon's amazing. I don't think people outside of Redondo necessarily know about that. But can you share a few of your favorites, like under the radar spots that usually only people in Redondo Beach know about? Yeah, there's a lot of, um, there's, I, I personally live in North Redondo, so I can share some of the, um, some of my favorite gems from over there. If you're thinking in like South Redondo, there's the boy and bear who they roast their own coffee. And so that's a really fun thing to do and to experience. Um, for breakfast, I really like Wildflower Cafe, which is a, a great little cafe right on the Pacific Coast Highway. And they have a lot of different breakfast options. Um, it, it's it's really wonderful. There's a great gluten-free bakery called Kirari West. And it's on kind of 190th and, and PCH, Pacific Coast Highway. So they it, it's delicious. You wouldn't even know that it's gluten-free. Um, and it's it's a local family. They've been there for a few years. Up in North Redondo, there's a really fun place called The Great Room. And it, what they have is like three large playrooms. So you go and order your food. They have breakfast, lunch, and dinner and all different types of options. So there's definitely something for everyone from adults to kids. And then one playroom has, um, you know, play equipment that the kids can play on. Another one has like the basketball shooting game and air hockey. And then there's some video games as well. So your kids get to go play and enjoy themselves and the adults can sit. They have an outdoor dining patio as well. So you can sit outside and enjoy. It's just a really fun thing for the whole family. Yeah, that's a great spot. I actually um, used to take my son there and I'd do work because they have good Wi-Fi too. <laughs> yeah, they have great Wi-Fi. A lot of people do meetings there. That's that's a really fun one. Um, 
let's see, my favorite, uh, Saks in the city and also um, Saks on the beach. So there's one in Riviera Village and there's one in North Redondo. They're um, like a deli uh, and they have breakfast, lunch and a lot of different offerings, great sandwiches. So that's another fun one. Blue Water Grill is um, right, the most gorgeous views. Um, fresh seafood, they're open for lunch and dinner. Um, there's a lot of gems in there. There's Brigino's in North Redondo, um, right on Artesia. And they've been in business for 45 years, wow. serving Italian food in the same location. And it's just a, it's a fun experience. So there's a lot to do throughout the city. Yeah, there's so many, so many amazing places in Redondo Beach. Uh, a couple of those, uh, like the Wildflower one, I've always seen that, but I've never tried it. So on your suggestion, that's my next brunch. Thank you. Well, you have to let me know what you think because they, they have, oh, I love Wildflower. It's, it's close to work. So sometimes I can treat myself. <laughs> <laughs> You're their best customer, huh? Yeah. <laughs> okay. So, so Rebecca, you just gone through so many choices and you've lived in Redondo Beach for so long. So this might be a tough question, but can you take us through your perfect day from getting up to going to bed, where would you go and what would you do for your dream day in Redondo Beach? There's so many things to do. I need more than one day. <laughs> <laughs> How about a week? Can we do a week? <laughs> I can maybe do it in a week. So um, coming in, I think I would definitely hit one of the local coffee roasters. So there's like the boy and the bear. There's a few throughout the city. So um, we are really good in Los Angeles about using Yelp. And so I feel like that's something that you can always kind of look at what's nearby you. And we, you know, some cities don't really engage with it, but I find that LA does. So there's always a way to kind of look and see what's going on. But um, I would have breakfast locally. And then if I'm staying for a few days, I would explore LA. I mean, we have are seeing such a resurgence in LA right now. I mean, we've got Olympics coming to the town in 2028 mm -hmm. and we're really becoming the hub of sports and entertainment. I mean, we've got the brand new SoFi stadium. We've got dignity health center. We've got the forum and the crypto. So, I mean, we've got two NFL teams that are playing within seven miles of Redondo beach. So I definitely see a sporting event, whether it was MLS soccer or whether it was a football game, um, a concert would be a great thing to do. We're also very close to museums and attractions. So one of the things I love about, you know, being as a resident or even visiting the city, you wake up leisurely on the beach. It's usually cooler here than it is um, downtown or, or inland in the summer, which is important. And then you go to do your activity. Maybe you want to go to the Broad Museum or the Getty. Um, there's also, you know, if you have kids, the California Natural History Museum, um, you could go to Disneyland, and then you're coming back to Redondo, back to that cool breeze, back to the water. You mentioned Tony's, I think is a really fun place for dinner. They're right on the pier and they have gorgeous ocean views. So um, I would I would mix it up with leaving out a little bit, going out and experiencing L.A. and then kind of coming back. If you were looking, I'd spend a day at Riviera Village. I'd spend some time in North Redondo. And one of my kids favorites when they were younger is Wilderness Park, mm. which is a couple acres of, you know, undisturbed just parkland. And um, they've got a couple of different ponds and there's ducks there. You can feed the ducks. You can walk around. Um, a lot of the local Boy Scout troops used to use that for a 
the camp jamboree. So like I've camped there with my brother's boy scout troops when we were kids. <laughs> it's a really fun, it's, it's a fun thing to do, but you know, there are some gorgeous parks to take advantage of. And um, if you can see the farmer's market on Thursday or Sunday, that's something I, I'd certainly do. Um, so there's, I mean, there's just, there's really an endless number of things you can do in Rona beach and, and, you know, you could take a day trip to one of the other South Bay cities as well. Yeah. That's an awesome day slash week, Rebecca. And I could not <laughs> agree more, like as amazing as Los Angeles is, and I know we get bashed a lot on the national level, but for people who live here, you can kind of feel this energy if it just going to another level. I mean, downtown LA with all these new restaurants. And like you said, the Olympics coming, the Super Bowl just happened. I mean, LA just keeps elevating and elevating. And it's a really exciting time to be here. Yeah, it is. And I think, you know, as folks try to understand, you know, when, when Super Bowl came, people don't necessarily understand LA location, right? Because it, it is so such a broad area. So you say, we're on a beach and they're like, where is that? But it's seven miles from the forum and seven miles from, you know, SoFi Stadium. So we really have this great location and you don't have all of the hustle and bustle of the city are kind of got this tranquil, relaxing place. And you can go out and experience all that and then kind of come back and walk around. It's such a safe city and we're so walkable and bikeable. I think that's a really, really fun thing for folks to experience too. Yes. Redondo beach is truly a hidden gem. And Rebecca, you, you and your team are doing a great job of uh, revealing that secret to everybody. So where's the best place for people to go who want to follow you or learn more about visiting and hanging out in Redondo beach? The best place is our website. It's redondobeachtourism.com. And from there, they can see activities. They can follow us on social media. We post about different things that are happening within the city, um, special menus that are happening at the hotels, special events. Um, so if you if you visit our website or follow us on social, we also do a really fun throwback. So you were talking about the, the historical pictures on the pier. We work with the historical society. And so those are some of the things that folks love the most are the, the throwbacks to the pier from the 1920s. So Redondo Beach Tourism or follow us on, on social. All right. Thank you so much, Rebecca. We love Redondo Beach. Everyone go check out Redondo Beach. Go check out their website because it truly is one of LA's best hidden gems. Thanks so much for coming on and sharing all about Redondo Beach, Rebecca. Thanks for having me. Okay. Take care. Bye. Bye. Hey guys, welcome back and thank you to Rebecca, the current chair of the Redondo Beach Tourism Board. If you want to follow the best of what's happening in Redondo Beach, you can check out their Instagram at Redondo Beach Tourism or go to their website at RedondoBeachTourism.com. Alright guys, I currently live about 10 minutes from Redondo. I go there all the time and I know it very, very well. Rebecca shared so many awesome things about Redondo Beach and what she talked about is exactly the vibe I get from the area. It's such a cool laid back beach town and I think in many ways it's very underrated and overlooked by the rest of LA. So my hack for Redondo isn't going to be some crazy activity or one of these huge festivals they got going on all the time in Redondo. My hack for you is just a very chill, relaxed, but great experience. You see, my family and I like to go to Redondo sometimes when we're just looking to chill for the day, we're not looking for anything crazy. So what we have done many, many times is we go to Veterans Park and Rebecca and I talked about it a bit. It's really, really an awesome, awesome park. It's super close to the pier and it's right above the beach and the boardwalk. 
it's a huge nice grassy area with plenty of trees for shade there's a kids playground there's like an adult outdoor workout area and when you're done hanging out at the park you can just walk down to the beach or the pier another thing we love to do at that park is to grab some food uh, and you know bring it back to the park and eat it there so there are two excellent excellent burger spots just a few minutes away from this park one is a classic it's been there for a while it's called the standing room and it's right on catalina avenue and it's really cool because it's tucked away inside this liquor convenience store but when you go into the back of the store there's this gourmet burger spot with some crazy unique and delicious burgers that are a must try the other one is a much newer spot it's a smash burger place called proudly serving that just opened recently and they're right on the Redondo Beach Pier, and they're just taking it over with long lines every weekend. You will know why when you taste their burgers, as they're really, really amazing. Now, Proudly Serving started out as a food truck during the pandemic, and it just really blew up into the South Bay sensation, getting so popular that opening that brick and mortar spot was a given and the logical next step. So that's my hack for this episode. If you want a chill day, go down to Veterans Park, grab a burger from one of those two great places nearby, and just enjoy the chill vibes of the pier and Redondo Beach. That's all I got for you this episode, and I'll talk to you again next week.